Assalamu alaikum. One of the things that highlights Hajj more than anything else is the concept of obedience. And this is something that uh, you know, over and over again during Hajj, we find out that subhanAllah, you know, it's all about training ourselves to be obedient, to hear and obey. And this is really the slogan of the Sahaba. If you think about the seer of the Prophet what was something that was primarily like, you know, highlighted most in the Sahaba and their incredible uh, attitude towards the Prophet ﷺ, towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it was this concept of we hear and we obey. And this is something that, you know, human nature is very difficult for the human being to do that actually. It's because, you know, we by nature don't like rules, right? Human beings don't like rules. When it comes to school, we never really like to do homework. Whatever our parents tell us, you know, we have this subhanAllah tendency to disobey, right? And not like to follow rules. So school, teachers, parents, it's just human nature. Even traffic, you know, you just tend to kind of want to break the law and not want any authority to tell you what to do, what not to do. And therefore also, you know, policemen are people that we don't really like to deal with. Uh, even traffic people, right? So that's human nature. And subhanAllah, this is one of the uh, problems of Quraysh. If you think about the leadership of Quraysh, the real enemies of the Prophet ﷺ, their biggest challenge was accepting the Prophet ﷺ to be you know, an authority over them. Right? Because you know, a lot of these were tribal leaders, they were people of authority, people of influence, uh, people of wealth. So when you have money, and you have power and you have influence and you have a, you know, a huge following and you have respect in society, you have this certain status. And then all of a sudden a man out of the blue comes up and says, you know what? I am now speaking on behalf of a higher authority than you. So therefore you have to obey me. You have to put all your desires aside. Everything you say going forward doesn't make any sense now. I am the authority. Not because the Prophet ﷺ himself wanted the personal authority, but this was an authority given to him by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this was an authority handed down to him by the ultimate authority, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so in Hajj, you know, the moment you step into Ihram, right, you are basically submitting yourself to complete obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to you know follow the sunnah of the Prophet of performing the rituals of Hajj. And you know, you can't say, you know what, I'm tired, I, I'm not in the mood today to get up and go do tawaf or do Ramil Jamarat and throw the stones on the shaitan. And all these rituals, they're systematic. You have of course, you know, whatever group you're with, there is a follower or there is a leader that you're gonna follow and everybody follows with no questions asked, right? The moment you start questioning, the moment you say, you know what, I'm not gonna do things your way, that's when you know that you have an obedience problem. And subhanAllah, you know, from beginning to end, it's just about following uh, the leader and following the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and really just submitting. And so that's another dimension of ubudiyah or, or worship that we practice during Hajj uh, and try to live by, right? So. You know, yesterday we talked about having a common purpose, common vision, you know, a common goal. But another important aspect of this is obedience. And, you know, given that you have these, you know, eight to ten days that you kind of practice, even whether you're going to Hajj or you're at home, 
These are the 10 days of the Hajjah. These are the days of, you know, where we should practice obedience. And, you know, obedience is very much like habit building, right? So, you know, we all have good habits. We have bad habits. The good habits we want to, you know, uh, maybe we don't have them or you want to instill them in us. Then maybe we have bad habits that we want to cancel out. And so, you know, these 10 days, take advantage of them to, you know, get used to doing good things that will inshallah benefit you get used to obedience right Obe- obeying allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and whatever he has commanded us and staying away from what he has forbidden upon us and you know you have to know this that every single thing that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us to do is for our own benefit at the end of the day right allah is not, it's not going to increase allah in anything allah is ghani allah is any independent of what we do he doesn't need us he's self sufficient right but for us we are the ones who are in need of his obedience for our own benefit same thing with whatever allah has prohibited us to do everything that allah has prohibited us to do is for our own benefit again and if we get into those kind of things then we, we only we are to blame for that because we are eventually going to be suffering from that and so you know hajj is the time for us to really you know reflect on this idea of we hear and we obey does this mean you don't question? Of course not. So, you know, of course Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, recommends us to question, to ask, to verify if something that you don't understand, there's something that doesn't make sense. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't want you to be a blind follower, right? He wants you to be someone who obey lovingly and, and someone who obeys uh, willingly, right? And so, you know, as Muslims, our attitude should be that, yes, we obey, but at the same time, you know, we hear and we obey, but that doesn't mean we blindly hear and obey without understanding what we're doing, without verifying what we're doing, and without checking our, our emotions, because you've got to be lovingly doing it. If you do something out of hatred, right, you, you're praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but you hate it, then it defeats the purpose. Because part of the word of ita'ah, ita'ah actually means loving obedience. Because the opposite of ta'ah in the Arabic language is kurh, which means to do something hate, hatefully. You do something that you detest, something that you don't like to do. And so, in the word ta'a, there is this element of love. And so, you know, you obey Allah, but lovingly. And at the same time, intellectually, you are convinced that this is right, this makes sense. You understand the objective of it. You understand the purpose. And so, you know, obedience here is not blind following. Because that's another problem of the ummah today, is that we have so much blind following uh, without really thinking, without really having an intellectual insight, and uh, we don't question why. And you know, our youth, our young generation today, if you tell them to do things without explaining why they need to do them, without explaining to them the purpose behind it, the benefit there is in it, you know, and this is called tibian in the Arabic language, right? When you um, clarify something. So you tell them, you know what they need to do, why they need to do it, what's the benefit in it to them. So you do bayan, you clarify everything to them, and then let them make their own choice, and let them lovingly decide to accept it, right? And again, every single one of us is accountable for our own choices, our own deeds. And so, you know, Hajj again is the time for us to reflect on this idea of we hear and we obey, but our attitude should be of those who, you know, lovingly obey and willingly obey with knowing that what we're doing makes sense. When we don't clarify the purpose, when we just tell people to blindly follow, then what happens is that we have an entire generation of 
you know, robotic Islam, where we're just doing things, rituals externally, without really thinking deeply about what it means. And, you know, it's, it's a very dry relationship, just focused on external issues, and internally everything is empty. Why? Because we haven't internalized the beauty of our deen and the wisdom behind everything that Allah has prescribed on us and the objectives behind it, you know? So, again, Hajj is the time where we, inshallah, you know, really focus on, you know, instilling this obedience in us. And it requires humility, wallahi. You know, your ego does not want to submit. Your ego does not want to obey a higher authority. You want yourself to be the authority. I do what I like. I do what I think is right, right? But again, that is not the attitude of a believer. When you submit to Allah, then you peacefully submit to a higher authority who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you peacefully submit to the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu so that you can inshallah guarantee a life of happiness, inner peace, and success. Because that is really what the guidance of Allah will give you. Right? When you follow the Sirat al-Mustaqeem, that straight path, then you are guaranteed success, inner peace, and happiness. And these three things are the three things that every single human being wants. Regardless of who you are, right? Every single human being is after these three things. And you only get these three things genuinely when you follow Allah's guidance and when you obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Hajj is the time for us to reflect on how much we obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, some people they obey certain things and uh, obey Allah in certain things and certain things they skip out, right? And Allah talks about these people also in the Quran, you know? Because there are some people who like to pick and choose certain things of Islam, right? Whatever things suit them, they follow. Things that get them out of their comfort zone, things that they're not really comfortable with, they kind of you know, hide under the rug. And so when you submit, when you obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's full obedience in everything that Allah says, right? Allah says, enter into Islam, submit yourself entirely. Allah wants our entire life. And, and this is again, one of the challenges of the people who have ego and arrogance and pride, right? How can I give my entire life to, to, to a higher authority? This is my life. And really that's what it takes, right? That's what made the Sahaba so special. That's what makes believers so special, is the fact that you decide, you make a choice willingly, lovingly, and with full conviction that if I submit my entire life to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the teaching of the Prophet I will succeed, I will have inner peace, I will have happiness, because that's why Allah created me, and that's why He sent down the Qur'an, that's why He sent us messengers to clarify and make this, you know, this life and this test easy for us, and Hajj is one of those days where we practice this obedience and you know, we do the rituals one by one, going to Mina, going to Arafah, Muzdalifah, you know, throwing the stones, doing Tawaf, doing Sa'i, shaving, sacrificing. SubhanAllah, every single step of the way, you are programming, you're building this habit of obeying without questioning, obeying and submitting to a higher authority and just you know, really killing your ego and, and reminding yourself that I am nothing. I am just a slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and He is a higher authority and I'm doing this lovingly and I love this job and I will, I'm willing to give my entire life to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'll see you tomorrow with another reflection from Hajj. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.